Stephanie Zarabian from Cisco. Welcome back. Good to have you here. Thank you. All right, let's do rapid fire five. So first question, what is the number one soft skill or power skill that salespeople at your team need right now? Influence. Being able to read the room, have that spatial recognition and that emotional intelligence. So maybe it's two, but um, when you do have that, that's when you're really able to find that pain and influence others on your decision Mm -hmm. and get people to kind of um, have it your way. <laughs> I like that. And for those, you should go back and listen to the full episode we recorded. You talked about empathy there. I feel like that that plays into that as well. Um, okay, so how do you get leadership to to buy into the initiatives and the ideas and the programs that you want to roll out at Cisco? The one and only way, data, data, data. <laughs> I'm learning this the hard way in that I can go in and be as enthusiastic and excited and show the coolest solutions I've ever built in my career. And people will be like, cool. And um, so if I don't go in there with numbers and I don't go in there and show this is what the current state is at Cisco, this is what it is a projection, or maybe I did a little test run without telling anybody and I did get data, which mm. I'm kind of doing on the DL here at Cisco, mm. so I can take data in and show like how we do things here at Cisco, mm. then, pe- then I get people's ear. No one is going to listen to you unless you have numbers backing up what you're saying. As cool as what you have is, um, as, as fun as it may look, it mm. might be shiny, it, they do not care. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Good advice. How do you give people time to reflect and think about what they're learning and what they did, what they can learn from that? I think there's, that's such a good question. Um, I think that I feel like in high school, they have the reflection paper after you finish Wuthering Heights. Um, And, um, you know, it's like, oh, what did you learn? Like, how did you feel about that? But I think that there's one of the pillars of my Inflow Enablement program is this concept of polling Mm -hmm. and getting feedback from from the seller. So when we put maybe an enablement solution within the flow of work. Um, A week later, for those who viewed it, we asked them like, hey, how did you, did you like this? Did you feel like this helped you? Or what what else do you need to be successful to get this opportunity from a stage two to a stage three? Mm. And asking them very specifically, asking them like, hey, do you like your pipeline? (laughs) Like what sucks about your pipeline? Or, you know, little things like that. And kind of just getting that feedback from the field. One great thing about Inflow is that we can put those surveys right next to their pipeline. Line. We yeah. can put those surveys right next to that um, that button to have to push that to it from a stage two to a stage three. So there's great ways to do that, but um, definitely just asking, <laughs> asking a week after they engage with your program. Yeah, I love that. Like the 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 intentional power of questions, and then this is also a theme from our our, our main episode was the the technology enabled um, nudges and prompts and all that kind of thing to to get the job done. I love that. Um, okay, two more questions. How do you encourage people who may, you know, some people who may be shy, maybe introverted, others who may think they know it all and don't have any benefit from doing this? How do you get those types of people to actually teach each other, to share their knowledge with each other? That's it, it's hard. And I, you know, when you're sitting in a, a virtual setting, maybe it's a team meeting um, and you say, hey, who would like to share a success from this week? Like no one's gonna do the no one wants to be the first one to dance at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so even just creating that environment as a leader, or maybe even inviting someone in who's a two-year account manager 
who had a cool, small little success story from a different region, maybe even saying, hey, we'd like to share how Brad was successful, you know, getting cross-selling mm-hmm. this small solution. Even if it's super small, if they know that they're in an environment where they can share those small victories, mm-hmm. that person's small victory might be somebody else's huge victory and huge breakthrough for an outcome. Mm-hmm. So that would be my my best goal. <laughs> I love that. And I think like there is like some competitive nature that also kicks in here where like you want to share your your successes and then when you see like oh stephanie did that like i if stephanie can do it i you know then like there's that like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. try and outdo um so it's it's a healthy competition yeah these are salespeople. like these are not like maybe i i don't know about the world of like baking i've seen like competitive baking shows but like this isn't the corner bakery like these are competitive salespeople who like to see their name in light so I think that your job might be easier than you think, but even just creating that environment. Yeah, I love that. Okay, last question. So um, we talked about cohorts in our main episode. Um, There are plenty of more informal examples as well, but lots of um, bringing people together generates lots of ideas and insights that others could benefit from. How are you thinking about capturing those for people that maybe haven't even started at the company yet? That's a good point. And I see, I saw um, Chili Piper do this really well. It's like a pre-onboarding program. Mm-hmm. I saw one of their SDR say that it's like, oh, I have pre-onboarding. My first week of being an SDR at Chili Piper looked like this. And instead of, you know, logging in at nine o'clock in the morning and having that awkward first thing, it was a little bit of self-learn. Mm. And it was a little bit of saying, hey, like, here's some success stories or here's what it means to be a seller at Chili Piper. This, this, these little bits of information that they can then take into an onboarding program. I thought that was so great. And if you're listening, Chili Piper, shout hi. out. Um, <laughs> I love the, their, their co-CEO is such an incredible woman. Mm. Um, but I thought that was a really great way. And even, you know, you get so excited about a new job or even that, that, that you want to start learning before you get started. You know, there's that first day of school type feeling. Mm-hmm. And even when you look at candidates, um, I think that some companies definitely do this better than others. But this is what it means to be a Ciscoian. Mm. Um, this is what it means to be a Chili Piper or wh- whatnot. Um, I, I, T-Mobile did a really great job of this. Like, this is what it means to be Magenta. And they mm. had a lot of information, a lot of benefits that they sent out to different people um, that were applying for roles. So I think even creating that experience yeah. before you even get started at the company. Yeah, I love that. And just hearing it from other people that are in that role. Right, makes such a such an mm-hmm. impact. Amazing, Stephanie. Thank you so much for this conversation, for the rapid fire five, and for the the full episode that we had. Um, folks should definitely check that out. Bye.